It's time to get your shit together with the Gist of It podcast. The honest, straight-talking mental health and mindset podcast from Gist Coaching. You do realise it's all in your head? Look, it's all in your head. Just get over it. Look, I know this is really hard, but you've got to understand that it is just all in your head. If you've suffered from any mental issue at all, particularly one that has got some sort of physical symptom alongside of it, such as anxiety or maybe IBS, then you've probably heard this before. The age-old expression, it's all in your head. Whether that's come from an unsympathetic partner, a friend trying to help out, or someone, my work colleague who simply doesn't get it, it never feels like a very helpful thing to hear. But today I'm gonna tell you why it's not going anywhere. People are always gonna say it. So I'm gonna tell you today why you need to stop viewing it as an insult and start viewing it as an inspiration, no matter how it has been said to you. Let me explain. If it's not in your head, then uh, where is it? Let's start by just being strictly factual about the whole thing, that if you have got something, some sort of mental health issue, some mental fitness issue, as I like to say, then where is it? It's not not over there. It's not in your leg. It's not in your, your pinky finger. It is in your head. So if we're being strictly factual about things, then they are correct. It is all in your head. That doesn't mean it's not a dick thing to say, but they are actually right. I want to be clear, it doesn't make it an okay thing to say. It's a bit like, let's say for example, you did have some sort of issue with your leg. Maybe you've just been hit by a car and your leg's hanging on by just a thread and someone comes along and goes, oh, look at your leg. Your leg's about to fall off. You got some pain in your leg, haven't you? doesn't help you in any way, shape or form. Oh really? My my leg is hanging off? Oh, thank goodness you told me. I have absolutely no feeling at all. And there aren't pain receptors sending horrific signals to my brain at this moment because I just got hit by a car. Go on, if you hadn't have told me, I don't, I would probably, I, you know what, I would have been, I'd carry on walking. I would have tried to walk it off. Thank you. Thank you, my savior. Thank you for telling me that my leg is falling off. That was, that was sarcasm, by the way, just to to be clear. I'd hazard a guess that anyone who says this, particularly someone who says it with anger, in a vitriolic way, like you've done something wrong, I'd hazard a guess that they have never had any sort of mental issue in their life whatsoever, because it is one of the most unsympathetic things that you can say. I mean, even when you try and say it, I mean, I, I tried in the intro to try and say things in a sympathetic way, but it always sounds like a gut punch in some sort of way. So, you know, even when you're trying to say it sympathetically, I, I don't think it comes across with sympathy. Now, maybe they say it because they've had an easy life. Maybe they they say it that way because they've learned wonderful and perfect coping mechanisms when something has come along and, you know, knocked with a six and, oh, their coping mechanism comes in and saves the day. Or, you know, maybe they're just a bit of an idiot. You know, we can, we can never, ever know what someone is thinking. Um, but what we can say with certainty, and I hate it for saying this, but they, you know, the issue isn't in your lungs or your knee or your, your, your pinky finger or whatever it is like I said earlier. It is in your head. So they are right about that. But that, like I said, that doesn't make it a helpful thing to say. Let's talk about choosing how we take information in. 
Now, if you have read or listened to my podcast, read my blog about control, then you've probably got a fair idea what I'm about to say now. In life, we only ever control two things, our thoughts and our actions. That means that we can't control what goes on in someone else's head, whether they had an easy life, how they choose to say things to us. So no matter what is said to us, we have the choice of how we take that information on board. Now, with anxiety, we often think about us in the future and issues and the people and their thoughts about us and overthinking about all these different things. But to be honest, all of those things that we think about and worry about tend to be the things which are outside of our control. They are not our thoughts and they are not our actions and hence we cannot control them. The big thing here is we can't control what is said to us and we can't control how it is said to us. Regardless of whether someone's annoyed at you because you've had to cancel plans because anxiety's got the better of you and you've not been able to do something and is screaming in your face, it's all in your head! Or whether you've got a sympathetic friend who is like trying to help you out and gently reminding you, it's all in your head. See, I can't do it. I can't say it like without sounding like I'm, ugh. That's a challenge. Can you say it's all in your head without sounding like you're being really, really patronizing? I'm, I'm not entirely sure it's possible. Either way, the words are the same. It's all in your head. And you can't control how that is said to you or the fact it's been said to you, but you can choose how you want to take that information in. Now, I understand that when, and believe me, I understand that when someone tells you aggressively or in an annoyed way that it's all in your head, it hurts. It it feels rubbish inside because, you know, even though they might be right, it just makes you feel like, oh, I should be able to do better than this, or it is just all in my head, you know, as if something being in your head makes it that much easier to deal with. Not not really, no. Just, oh, it's all in my head, thanks. I've sorted it now. All all of the anxiety I had for the last however many years, it's gone. Thanks. So you do have control over how you decide to take that information on board. You know, at the time, you are going to feel an emotional spike if it said it to you in an unpleasant way, or even if it's not said in an unpleasant way, because as I kind of have hinted at in this video, it feels impossible to say it without sounding like you're being a bit of a patronising moron. Um, but you can choose how to receive that information. Let me explain. The absolute truth is that it is all in your head. It's not falling behind the sofa. It's not you know over there. It's not behind the fridge. It, it is all in your head. And to be honest, if you're going to have an issue, it being in your head is the best place because you wouldn't want it to have fallen behind the sofa. If you've got an issue, then it, the best place for it to be is to be inside your head. Now, I mentioned a minute ago that we control our thoughts and our actions. Um, now, our thoughts is what directly impacts how we feel. So if we can control how what we think, we can control how we feel. Um, so the best place for those thoughts is in your head. It is the absolute best place for them. But how do we do this? Well, the first the first step of it is to identify what you're thinking in the first place. Now, you can do this um, with a thought diary. That's one of the first things that, you know, within cognitive behavioural therapy, that kind of a CBT specialist like myself will get you to do, is to write down what you were thinking at the time. And maybe you're not aware of that and you nearly have to go through a process to find that out. But when you know what your, your bad thoughts are, the thoughts that really affect you, um, we can look at them, identify, like, dive in a bit deeper and find out whether this is actually what we'd call faulty thinking. 
you know, is this a truthful statement? Do you, have you got evidence, any evidence to prove otherwise, etc., etc.? With a therapist, you can dive in and look at these thoughts and go, well, I say, I think this, I think this, and I say this to myself. Well, it's not actually true. The truth is actually whatever it might be. And then by saying that, I actually make myself feel a lot better. For example, if you're someone who suffers with IBS and you, you know, you think to yourself, well, before I leave the house and go anywhere at all, if I go out on a drive anywhere, I need to know where the, the toilet stops are on the way. So that if I need to go to the toilet, I know that I can stop here and here and here and here. And that, that way I can leave the, leave the house feeling calm. So if that thought is going through your head, that thought is going to make you feel like, well, if I need to know where the toilet stops are, then that means I'm going to need to use, use the, the toilet and that's going to make me feel worse. And then, you know, I will then need to know where the toilets are more often and I'll be counting down to each toilet. That's what that thought's going to do to you. Whereas a more powerful thing would be to go, I'm a grown adult. I do not have any physical issues with me. I can say to myself, I can control my guts or whatever it might be, my bladder for as long as I need to. I've done this a million times before and I will do it again and I can do it today. This thought would leave you feeling a lot more reassured and calm and believing that you don't even need to think about where toilet stops are because you know, wherever you go, there will be you know, places to go to the toilet because it's 2021 and we have toilets apparently. Alternatively, you can just uh, say to yourself that you're just observing thoughts. You know, thoughts are just thoughts and they're just, you know, thought comes along and another one. And you can choose to dive in and grab hold of that thought and let it carry away. Or just to say, that's a thought that just went past there. But what is this, how does this all relate to? It's all in your head. No matter how it's all in your head is said to you, whether it's in an aggressive way, whether it's in a attempted sympathetic way, take the emotion out of it. Someone said, it's all in your head. And you can just take that on board and say, no matter how they said it, to say to yourself, this is a reminder that I am the one who is in control of getting over anxiety or whatever the particular issue is. So when you hear those words, it's all in your head, Yes, it feels like it might be an insult. Yes, it might feel like you've annoyed someone. Yes, it might be said in any particular way. But you can go, right, I hear those words and I say to myself, this is a reminder, a positive reminder that I am the one who is in control of my thoughts. I am the one who can make myself better. So I appreciate that it's a horrible thing to hear. And if you have someone impacts hears it from a partner on a regular basis, I know that it doesn't feel great at all, but just keep using it as a reminder that you are the one who can make yourself better. If you are looking for more help with anxiety in particular, then do please check out my free anxiety toolkit. There is a link in the notes below. Uh, check that out, it's completely free, just need your email address. And if you're looking for someone, a therapist perhaps, to help you with the thoughts that you're having, then do please get in touch. You can drop me a message. Uh, you can send me an email, chris at gystcoaching.co.uk. Um, and we head to the website, www.gystcoaching.co.uk. Thanks for listening, watching, whatever it is that you're doing, and I will catch you again soon.
To follow us on social media, search for Gist Life Coaching.